welcome to Everyday Finance and Economics with the Siglers, the podcast where we discuss what you need to know about personal finance and economics and give you practical advice on how to get started and be smart with your money. We're your hosts, Glenn and Christina Sigler. So, Christina, what's going on in the economy this week? There's so much to talk about this week, this month, this year. You may have noticed things are getting more expensive. Uh, groceries, gas, baby formula, transportation in general. Prices are, in fact, rising, not in a transitory or passing way, but as a result of continuing supply chain issues. Russia's invasion of Ukraine and the lingering boost of the government stimulus gave the economy. Inflation is here to stay at 8.1%, according to April's numbers, which is actually a decrease from March's. You can expect prices to stay high for some time as wages rise to meet workers' standards, and as long as Russia prevents Ukraine from its very vital role of providing things like grain to a significant portion of the world. Russia and Ukraine together actually make up a quarter of the world's wheat supply. The markets are not liking this at all, so today's economic term is bear market, which is when a stock index or individual stock falls more than 20% from a recent high. The S&P 500 has been dipping in and out of a bear market recently, which shows that investors are uneasy, to say the least, about recent events. All right, Dad, I think it's time to get into this week's topic. What are we talking about today? Today, we're talking about a very broad topic. We're Mm -hmm. just going to do some introductory stuff, and we're going to talk about insurance. Wow. I don't even know what that is. I just know that I have it. Um, so a quick definition, insurance is a practice or arrangement by which a company or government agency provides a guarantee of compensation for specified loss, damage, or death in return for payment of a premium. So I'm pretty sure everyone's heard of car insurance, life insurance, health insurance. So you pay a little bit in to the system, right? And then if something happens to your health, to your car, to your house, under certain circumstances, the insurance company will cover for that damage. Is that correct? That is correct. And and there there is insurance for a whole host of things. There's so and, many and, types. And so many different and types. And changing of- for this episode, I haven't even heard of the things that they have insurance for. Uh, that is true. And, mm-hmm. and there's one insurance company that will, you know, even in, uh, insure – I think it's called it's Lloyd's of Lon- London that, you know, OK, you're you play the piano. They'll insure your hands from damage. From <laughs> your leg. So I mean, actually, that's kind of smart. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. But but, you know, insurance has been around for a long time. Uh-huh. Uh, there uh, there uh, is evidence that insurance was around uh, in ancient maritime uh, economies, uh, uh, Egypt, uh-huh. Phoenicia, uh-huh. uh um, in, in, in ancient Middle Eastern countries. And, yeah. and it dealt a lot with trade, uh, especially sea trade, where people oh, yeah. would, uh, would, would try to, you know, offset the risk of transporting the goods or losing the goods. Yeah. Um, Cause if and, your boat goes down, you're done for. That's a- it. A- absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it makes sense because if you have something that's like, really valuable or that costs a lot of money. Not everybody has the cash on hand at that moment to pay for like right, for, a really for, big to, surgery. To, to really pay yeah. for that entire loss. Uh-huh. And so the basic principle is that you get a lot of people who, you know, who are in similar business or have similar, similar characteristics. Uh-huh. Um, and they all pay uh-huh. a little bit of money and uh, say you have a hundred people. And so they'll all pay a few dollars in, but you're not expecting everyone to have the bad thing happen to them. Yeah. Maybe one or two will have the bad not thing. Not at the same happen, time. Not at, at the least. same time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so 
the the pool of money from the 100 can pay for the the bad thing happening for the one or two yeah each year okay and, and, and so and then the administrative uh expenses can be paid for and and uh and and things can keep going so that's yeah. the basic principle of it uh but to make that happen uh the insurance companies themselves um have to evaluate whether you have all have the same kind of risk mm. and that's part of the underwriting process so they're going to oh, wait gonna, wait wait pause 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 okay. underwriting what is that Explain uh, okay that. Un- underwriting is the evaluation of you know, uh, of your riskiness for this type of insurance contract oh so that's why when sometimes you sign up for life insurance or health insurance they have you take a medical exam first that's yep. part of the underwriting yep. okay. part of the underwriting they're going to they're going to see you know, do you fit the profile yeah. for this risk? Because if you are more risky, mm-hmm. then they're going to charge you more. They're, they're going to charge you more premium. Yeah. Or they might not even allow you to be in that insurance pool. Oh, wow. Right. That's kind of cutthroat. Uh, it, 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 it can be. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, they're in they're, they're in the business to make money, too. They're not they're not there just to give away money. <laughs> And, yeah, and, I mean, and, and, okay, but that makes sense. But then we get into the question of, do I have to have it? Because if you do, then that seems kind of wrong, doesn't it? So there are certain insurances that you need mm-hmm. that you have to have, and you know, and, and have and to so, have by what, like by law? You by by law. So okay. typically, if you are going to drive on the public road, which is every road, which is every road, yeah. uh, uh, and and you're going to share the road with other people. In uh-huh. the public, yep. states you typically mandate that you must have insurance. Uh-huh. Car insurance. Car, Car insurance. insurance. Yeah. If you buy a house and you have a mortgage, uh-huh. which means you borrow money from somebody else, the the mortgage lender is going to say, hey, uh, get some insurance because if your house burns down, we want our money back. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. So there are certain situations where... Um, depending on you know, who's uh, who's taking the risk, mm-hmm. they're going to m- uh, mandate that there be some guarantee mm-hmm. for them to get their money back. And, and at, at the end of the day, as you said earlier, insurance is a way to uh, mitigate against risk. Yeah, and that and that's what the and 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 the contract, the insurance contract, determines the terms of how much you pay mm-hmm. and, and and under what conditions the risk will be paid. Okay. The money will be paid for assuming that risk. Right. So like not every disaster that happens or not every th- bad thing that mm-hmm. either destroys my house or ruins my car is going to be covered, covered by in, insurance. Right. And and the more things that you get covered, mm-hmm. you probably the more you're going to pay. Yeah. And, and yeah. so and so you talked about, hey, this this could be very expensive. And so you as the consumer are going to shop for the terms and conditions mm-hmm. that best fit you. And, and and insurance companies say, well, you can have a little more insurance. You can have a little less insurance. You will pay for these features. You don't pay for those features. Mm-hmm. And, and you're able to uh, sort of essentially customize the terms of what's going to be covered and what's not going to be covered. And therefore, you can fit something into your budget. Mm, okay. What about health insurance, though? That's been a pretty hot topic. Uh, well, again, that that's pooled risk. 
Yeah. And so it, when you're. But do you have to? Do you, do you have to have health insurance? Well, so you don't have to have health insurance in a lot of conditions. Now, there'll be some no, jobs. Don't. They make it feel like they make it out to. All right. Be like so, so, well, that, that got changed with mm. the, the, the ACA. Ah, uh, the Affordable Care Act, also known as Obamacare. And then some some later adjustments to the ACA. For young people, they're usually generally very healthy. And so things aren't going to, you know, things aren't going to happen to them very often for the, for the vast majority of, of them. And so, you know, in, in many respects, those are the people that could take the risk and not get health insurance. Mm-hmm. And so, again, by not having health insurance, you're bearing all the risk yourself. Mm-hmm. So if you get sick. Yeah. You got to pay all, that full all, cost. All health costs, costs gets paid by you. You got to pay that full right. cost of the ER visit. Yeah. The all full costs of the urgent care right. or whatever. Right. And so. Yeah, that's expensive. By, that is very expensive. And so that that's insurance as a, as a risk tool. Now, you get the insurance and. To prevent people from free riding. Say, I've got great health insurance. Yeah. All right. And so there'll be terms and conditions in your in your insurance. And say, hey, this is insurance for everything you do, except if you go skydiving. Mm, we, we don't what we we are not insuring you for skydiving. Right. Okay. Or we're not going to insure you for driving if you're driving race cars. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be things that are off limits. Yeah. Okay. And and to help you realize your part in the risk, mm-hmm. there are things called co-pays and besides your premiums, it's it's there are things that you're going to pay mm-hmm. to bear some of the financial burden mm-hmm. of the actions that you're you're taking. Insurance is sometimes about modifying your behavior. Mm-hmm. assuming less risky behavior. So they'd say, hey, no skydiving. You don't skydive. So in order to incentivize you to not engage in that risky behavior, mm-hmm. they're going to make you pay for some of that emergency room visit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Or or you'll get lower premiums mm-hmm. if you, if you uh, have a healthier lifestyle and your annual f- physicals come back with better numbers. Okay. Okay. So th- those are some of the some of the things that are that can be involved mm-hmm. in in some of the the arrangements for insurance. Okay. Well, we just said a lot of terms, so I <laughs> okay. think we should just run through them real quick because okay. uh, so premium mm-hmm. is what you pay to have insurance to be insured, right? Yes. Yes. And you pay that on a monthly. Whatever. Well, you can pay it on a monthly, annual. Quarterly, there are certain contracts where you can pay the whole premium up front. Really? Yeah, uh, you know, life insurance. Type oh, of stuff. yeah, that makes sense. You know, you you work out the terms. Mm-hmm. You know, and of course, pay it annually. You probably get cheaper terms. Mm-hmm. Or if you have it automatically direct deposited, you get cheaper terms. Mm-hmm. There, there's all sorts of things like that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. And then a copay. All right. So copay is all right. You've got a contract. For um, for uh, services, your doctor to go visit your doctor. That's that's something that's uh, part of your health insurance company. Uh, mm-hmm. visit. But mm-hmm. to make sure you understand your your part, your financial interest in this, that this is this isn't just a free item. Mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. that um, negotiate it in, 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 in a lot of insurance um, contracts, there'll be a copay or the part that you pay. The insurance mm-hmm. company pays part of it mm-hmm. and you pay part of it okay. to make the, the doctor or the service provider whole. Mm-hmm. Okay. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then a uh, claim. All right. So uh, a claim against your policy is, hey, I've had an accident. Mm-hmm. I need to get paid. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to file a claim mm-hmm. against the policy to, to 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 my insurance company to get paid. What do you mean by against the against the policy as in like the policy says it will pay under certain conditions. And so the claim is the way to document yeah. that the conditions were met. Okay. And that that you are justified to receiving that payment. Okay. And usually there's some, you know, some investigations. Hey, what happened? Who was at mm. fault? Mm-hmm. Depending on, you know, what kind of insurance you have. Like for a car right. accident. Right. If you were at right. fault. Right. Right. It might if be you different. were at fault, if the other person was at fault and people, you know, fall asleep with cigarettes and burn mm. down houses and do all yeah. sorts of other stuff. Yeah. So they won't um, pay for that. No, well, they, they, they can, but. You know, Will they, they just pay less or? Um, no, but it, it's going to be harder for you to get insurance I see. Mm-hmm. the next time. Well, this seems a little like it doesn't cover every single thing that happens wrong. So what am I paying for then? Well, again, you're, you're trying, again, you're trying to cover mm-hmm. the things that are probably most likely to happen. I see. Okay. Right? The, yeah. the accidents that most likely happen because they can't cover every they can't co- they can't cover every everything and so mm-hmm. that that's why you've got to full try to fully understand mm-hmm. what's in that insurance contract what's in that insurance com- contract and what you need to be covered right but you know fires usually usually covered in, in mm-hmm. homeowners insurance but what's what may not be in, in, included in your mm-hmm. uh, homeowners insurance is flood. Oh yeah, if you live in an area that floods or hurricane, yeah, and and so you know those are those would be, uh, a, you know, additional mm-hmm. coverages mm-hmm. outside the basic home insurance. Yeah, because fire is pretty basic. Okay, right, yeah. and and so you know the the there's there's a national flood insurance program. Mm-hmm. That people and so that's not that's that's one that's not covered by the insurance companies. Oh, wow. That's one where you have to get government insurance oh, to okay. to to cover losses mm-hmm. uh, if you're if you're uh, if there's risk of flood mm-hmm. and and that won't that may not pay for a complete loss. Oh, oh. so you know if your house is worth two hundred fifty thousand mm-hmm. and the flood insurance only pays a hundred thousand. And it, and you, you just, lost your house in a flood. You're only getting a hundred thousand. You're only oh wow, man, that's tough. Yeah, okay. So, what constitutes good insurance out of like just generally out of all the types of insurance? That is a very loaded question. Mm-hmm. So it seems like it because there's a bunch <laughs> of different things you have to consider. So, so things that that I would look at. You know, for good insurance, the, the, does it cover the things that I need it to cover? Right. Yeah, that makes and sense. That, that, that's that's am a- I getting? Am I getting what I want? And and, and does it cost too much? Mm-hmm. Are my premiums super high? Because you know, insure if if I can't afford the insurance, you know, it may not be worth it to. Me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then the other aspects of it are 
what are the claims paying ability of the insurance company that I'm, that I'm uh, getting a contract with? So the ability for them to pay you in a timely manner. That, that's exactly right. So there's a service aspect of it. There is a financial strength and health aspect of it. And um, and, and then, this, and as alluded to, a service reputation part of that. Mm-hmm. You know, do, they, how, do they treat you well? Yeah, yeah. All right, guys, that's it for now. We are going to be covering things like what to look for in insurance policy and much more in part two of this episode. But for now, um, if you have any questions, you can email us at efespodcast at gmail.com and follow our Instagram at efespodcast. Thank you so much for listening, guys.